monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G., and joining me, as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? Good. You get, like, a really good introduction on this show. You get, like, a title. You get, like, a compliment. Thank you. You get this, like, long, flowing thing. I just get, I'm Joey. <laughs> you, you get, like, all kinds of stuff. I'll say you're the most handsome podcaster in town. Oh, thank you, but that's probably not true. <laughs> you mean in the world. In the whole world. It's true. Of all the podcasts called Bride of the Creature, I am the handsomest uh, <laughs> creature. Yes. Well, this week was my turn, right? Yeah. I picked this, right? Yeah. Okay, good. And uh, we went global once more. <laughs> we went to the to the far reaches, the mysteries of the Orient. <laughs> we did not go anywhere. We didn't leave the living room. No, I know that, but I mean like figuratively. We watched a... We watched a Japanese film. Yes. Our our Eastern cousins give us some freaky shit. I think you're making us sound more cultural. I'm just trying to come up with a good, like... It's good. Yeah, it is good. Sorry. Anyway, we watched uh, from 1999, 1999, Takashi Miike's creepy horror classic torture movie, Audition. And we're going to play the trailer, and that means you get to listen to some quiet music and then some louder music and some screaming, because this is an American trailer for a movie that's in Japanese. Enjoy. spooky no it did sound spooky well it's because the movie is spooky (laughs) it is creepy it is unsettling it is disturbing it is not as fucked up as i thought it was going to be you know you you talked it up a lot last week saying how disturbing it was and i didn't think it disappointed me at all in in how disturbing it was i think the problem was that i have seen another movie of takeshi miki's called ichi the killer yeah which takes the 
the visual aspects of violence and torture so far over the top that it's almost a it's, it's kind of the whole point of that movie is like rubbing your face in the violence and saying are you sure you like violent you, movies yeah. this is, are you really sure this is what you wanted because it's like really violent like I was squirming around in my seats like crazy when I saw it in the theater well see that the, oh you saw that one in I theaters I saw you see the killer in like a um, not when it first came out but oh. I saw it when they played it they used to do a horror movie night once a month at the Uptown before it closed oh I wish they still did that me too. Or existed. So I saw that actually, and it was quite great. See, this one I thought it was disturbing violently and just the mood. Yeah, this one is way more psychologically disturbing yeah. than, um, than visually. In fact, most of like it's it's arguably most famous for the really horrific torture scene at the end of the movie. But the vast majority of the actual torture takes place off camera, and you're actually just watching the girl and her reaction to the torture. So you're not, which is actually creepier. Like I watching someone so. getting their foot sawed off is disturbing, but watching a like a creepy little girl wearing like an apron sawing someone's foot off and smiling is way creepier <laughs> than seeing the foot come off. And you're just like ah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I was surprised that it wasn't as disturbing or as fucked up as I was expecting. That said, it doesn't make it any less of a good movie because I thought it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really liked this movie. I wasn't expecting to. Um, I thought it was going to be slow paced, and it was, but it was totally worth it. The payoff mm-hmm. is so worth it. It occurs to me that I haven't mentioned what the plot of this movie is. Oh. <laughs> the premise of this movie is uh, Shigeharu Aoma, pardon my pronunciation, played by Ryo Ishibashi, uh, is a widower. Uh, his his son, who is now 17, uh, urges his father to begin dating again. Remarrying. Because his dad's getting old and what have you. He needs to get remarried. So uh, his friend, uh, Yasuhisa Yoshikawa, comes up with this really skeevy plan. Because they're like movie producers and writers. So they have this plan where they're going to make a fake movie, basically. Or pretend they're making a movie. Which they may make into a movie. They may not. They don't really care about the movie. In which they can audition young women for the part. Of, in the movie, but actually they're auditioning her, auditioning these women to be Ayoma's new wife. Potential suitors. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Well, actually, when that, that whole thing first started, it sounded like it could be a, easily a comedy. Yeah, like, the way they were playing it was picturing like, like and auditions, and which it's, kind of made it more perfect that oh, it became perfect, yeah. really twisted. They the first third of the movie, they play up like a total romantic comedy, and then the second third they play up. Like a bit of like a dramatic romance, and then it slowly starts to get weirder and creepier and creepier and more disturbing. Until the last third is just like nonstop fucking creepy as shit and yeah. disturbing and unsettling and fucked up. Yeah, I totally agree with yeah. you. If this is a, an American movie, it could just easily be a full on comedy with with this the premise, audition. Yeah. yeah, the premise. Which is it's which I just find disgusting. Like the fact that we didn't. Like, that's the most watching one. This is so weird and, like, horrible that these guys are doing this. But, uh, anyway, they end up discovering a girl named Asami, whom uh, Aoma starts to fall in love with. And uh, she disappears on him, and he kind of goes about trying to find her and learn more about her past. And things become more and more strange and unsettling. And... As he learns more about her. Yeah, and eventually, uh, the, the final third of the movie is she has just captured him and drugged him and we get this really intensely frightening and strange dream sequence yeah it was very david lynch i thought it reminded me a lot of david lynch the Mm. way he he used the lighting like the 
the I never thought red and blue contrasts mm-hmm. in each scene. I didn't think of that, but that's a good. Uh, that's a good. It was quote. very Lynchian, I thought. It also has one of the grossest things I've ever seen, where he dreams about Asami barfing into a bowl and then feeding it to this dude, who's. Without spoiling or describing huge stretches of the movie, it wouldn't make sense. But he's a guy who's in a bag, and he eats it, and it's gross. Yeah. It's the whole. It is actually quite a gross movie. <laughs> Those scenes are just gross, but yeah, it's it's twisted. Yeah, and I normally I don't. Well, I don't generally like slow build ups mm-hmm. like this, but this Pulls one it was yeah. it's totally worth it. <laughs> I liked learning about the characters that through that slow, deliberate way that you like. You have been saying for a lot of episodes how you don't like movies that are slow paced and you don't like how they take forever. But the last, like, five movies we've watched that are like that, you've really liked. So I think you like these a lot better than you think you do. I think you think you don't like anything like that, but your tastes have become a lot less broad. Like, you've actually... In a way, like, you, you appreciate things more than people do when they first start watching movies. Well, thank you. I think I just have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah, like anybody. Like, me too. Yeah, I mean, I love watching Hot Rod, but I just think that... You know, <laughs> I think it's with anybody. The more art you look at the more art you take in the more accustomed you get to looking at it and you begin to enjoy more challenging things more yeah Yeah. that's true so anyway my point is stop saying you don't like things that are slow or boring because get newsflash babe you do (laughs) you do a lot really I I would like to go back and rewatch Jigoku one day and see if you like it no (laughs) I still stand by my statement of Jigoku well one day we'll go back no I don't One want day. to go back. One We're day. going we'll, we'll forward. Show it to our son, who is still not born. What are you doing? Don't glare at me. Get 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 cracking. All right, I will. <laughs> um, did you like the acting? I loved it. It was perfect. I thought she, the girl, was really good at being this sort of mousy kind of character, but like very unsettling. So yeah. There's this really, there's a couple of really great sequences where she's um, pushing needles into his face and belly and whatnot, and like you're just seeing it from like looking up at her as she's pushing the needles in, and then she makes this noise. She's saying deeper as she's but it sounds slowly pushing like the needle in, but in Japanese it's just like this creepy little like. It noise sounds like she's calling like, a kitty. It's so fucked up. She keeps doing it, and it has one of the best scares like. It's not quite a jump scare because, like, you're already so tense watching her, like, sitting, kneeling, listening to this phone, and there's just this bag in the background, this burlap sack, and you're just starting going, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the fucking bag just, like, moves and rolls, and you're See, like, there's a guy I almost, bag. I almost didn't even... I kind of forgot about the bag and wondering yeah. what was in it because it's so disturbing her just sitting by the phone. Yeah. The way she's sitting by the phone for days waiting for this guy to call her back is is terrifying. It's mm-hmm. very, very freaky. It is. And it, it was unlike a lot of other new horror movies that you see, like, I guess, the Americanized horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really loved it. It seems to me that, like, American mainstream horror movies have kind of forgotten how to be scary. They they know how to be startling, and they know how to use like the same gimmicks over and over again. Which like, are still the good. The music swelling and then startling you, and well, I just find them boring. I still enjoy them. But like you look at other countries, especially the Eastern horror movies lately, those ones still scare me. 
Like, Japanese and Chinese horror movies tend to be some of the only ones that are still frightening. I still haven't watched Ringu, the original The Ring movie, because I've heard it's so scary, and The Ring scared me, so... Let me put it this way. I've watched Ringu, and I've watched The Ring. In Ringu, when the girl comes out of the TV, it's terrifying. In The Ring, when the girl came out of the TV, I was like, fuck this movie! <laughs> Remember? I was yeah. kind of, I was sort of with the movie up until that moment that I was just like, oh, fuck everything about this. Do you remember how hard I laughed in The Ring when the horse flipped over? Yeah, it was really fun. Was it in The Ring or was it in The Ring 2? It was in The Ring. The Ring, Because it was the most I jumped in the entire movie because the horse kicks the side of a boat and it makes <laughs> this really loud noise in the theater and I was like, Jesus! But like, the horse escapes off the boat and, you, and it tries to jump over the railing and it looks <laughs> Looks like it's gonna make it, and then he catches his, <laughs> his foot, foot, and he tumbles. hits down the side, and then he goes under the boat. You see all this blood. It was funny. Did he make it? No, he didn't make it. It was funny. Yeah. Oh, by the way, but a dog dies in this movie, and Nicole is very sad. Well, I hate <laughs> so. when bad things happen to dogs in movies. Do you hate when bad things happen to other animals, like horses? Because apparently you don't. Well, okay, that was funny because you think the horse is gonna make it, and he doesn't. Speaking of animals in horror movies, remember in The Ring Two when the CGI deer <laughs> look at the funny. car? That I might think be it, the greatest. it makes me more sad if it's a dog. That might be might be the most unintentionally funny scene I've ever seen in a horror movie. Like in American Psycho, he kills a homeless man, and then he kills the homeless man's dog for no reason. See, it's just it's a bummer that you he killed the homeless man for no reason too. It's, yeah. it's like it's fucked up the years like he kills some homeless guy and then he killed a dog well he killed a homeless guy I know I don't know why it makes me more sad when it's an animal that's really fucked up I feel like and you're not alone you're not the only one there's so many people who are like you and they're fucked up too like in in um, audition um, the guy his friend kind of says this girl's a bit unsettling that they should learn more about her before he gets involved because with her because they can't her. find a lot of information about so, her but he, so he stuff. he like puts himself in that position a little bit by not listening to warning the guy deserves I mean he doesn't deserve what he gets but he deserves some of what he gets because it's fucked up what he's but doing but his dog his dog was just sweet was the dog? Yeah, and dog didn't do anything yeah. wrong but I mean I, that's one interesting thing about the movie is that like She's clearly insane and awful, but on some level, while nobody deserves what happens to him, on some level, he deserves a little bit of something because it's really fucked up holding fake auditions to find a wife. That's yeah. fucked up. It was okay when, like, Shakespeare wrote goofy shit like that, but this, it's, like, it's weird if you think about it. Like, that's the most, like, deceitful fucking, fucking creepy thing to do. Imagine you married someone and then you realized that... How they found you was that, and you'd be like, "You're a fucking creeper, dude." Yeah, it'd be a bit, bit weird. No, again, I feel like you're not. <laughs> you are understating how fucked up what he does in this movie is. It's a bit weird, but I think I could look past that if you, if you would. Go to a fucking karaoke bar if you want to find a new wife. Don't hold auditions, and in in which the girls are being filmed and they're taking their clothes off and shit. Like it's fucked up. Well, he wants to make sure that he's got a good. Perfect Why are ten. you defending him? I don't see the, the problem. <laughs> You're a weird person. You're a weird person. Anyway, hey, you want to hear something funny? Uh, Audition had its share of audience walkouts. When shown oh. at the 2000 Rotterdam Film Festival, one enraged viewer confronted Takashi Miike, shouting at him, You're evil! <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, People I, I know that this is me projecting onto this movie, but the last third of the movie, when it does get into the more freaky dream sequence he yeah. has... And it has the big red contrast with the blue mm -hmm. in the scenes. It reminded me of the Red Room. Um, 
from Twin Peaks. Yeah, and how, like, he when he goes to the dance studio where she... It's all blue. It's all, all blue. No, and it was red as well. When oh, okay. They kind of went back back and oh, forth between them. When it was red, and he you find out that that guy is a bit weird. It just all reminded me of the Red Room, just the whole hmm. feeling of it. I did not get any lynchiness from it, but I totally see why you did. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't think there's much else to say apart from it's based on a novel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of these movies are based on novels. By Ryu Murakami. I think everyone should watch this movie. It was really good. I don't think some people could handle it. So, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm becoming jaded. Then. Not jaded. You're just like, you've seen a lot of movies. I don't know. Some people will definitely find this more disturbing than others. If you've seen Taka- if you've seen Ichi the Killer, you can handle this. This is by no means... like If you can, if you can watch Saw, yeah. this is more disturbing like in the mind. But as far as the graphic violence goes it's nowhere near as violent as something like saw so if you can handle saw you can handle this yeah i would agree saw you'll just titter about and kind of forget about and just enjoy because it's a fun little movie this one will like haunt your memory not because of the visuals but because of what's happening it's fucked up what do you give it out of 10 give it an eight (gasps) that's what i give it are you serious yeah i I decided that before we started this so it wasn't like i'm glad you decided before we started it's not like i'm disagreeing with you i want you to know that okay (laughs) You don't ever agree with me. <laughs> well, should we play the tagline game? Sure. The tagline game, Nicole, is where we watch this movie and I read you four possible advertising slogans for this film and you have to tell me which one was the real tagline used to advertise the movie. Yep. All right, so I should point out this was for the American release and this is the tagline according to IMDb. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready? Ready. Tagline number one. Oh, I also forgot to mention you have to use your skill and judgment <laughs> to determine which one's real. Okay. Okay. Tagline number one. Love will be the death of him. Okay. Tagline number two. <laughs> she always gets a part. Ooh, I like that one. That's a good one. Tagline number three. Next, please. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. I could say ellipses. Okay, got it. Tagline number four. Will you love only me forever? Which she says in the movie. She does say that in the movie. So is it, love will be the death of him? Is it, she always gets a part? Is it, next please, ellipses? Or is it, will you love only me forever? I feel like it's either two or four. So four was, will you love only me, comma, forever, question mark. Because she says that in the movie a lot. Yeah, and two was, she always gets a part. And I love, I want that one to be, I think it's so perfect. It is good. I want it to be number two, so I'm going to so say wait, number two. So you want two. it to be number two, but do you think it's the most likely? Yeah. Why is it the most likely? I, I really want podcast. it to be number two. Why? It's so good. Okay, I understand that you like it. But it's number two. It better that... You suck at this game. The whole point is for us to have something to talk about. <laughs> Jeez, it's a podcast. <laughs> okay, well, it could also be number three. Which one? Next, please. Yeah, because I get an audition. Yeah. And you got to remember, these are the taglines for the American <laughs> release, right? So are Americans as good at coming up with taglines, or are they, do they tend to go for the kind of things that I write, like puns, or like cutesy little things? So you always write puns, so maybe you did come up with two. Maybe. Love will be the death of him. No, that I don't see that being it. You don't think it's very good? No, I don't think that's it at all. Okay. Next, please. Could be next, please. See, I, if I don't just go with my gut, you make me second guess everything. Well, I hate this. 
What was the last one? Oh, yeah. Forever. Will you only love me forever? I think that that's wouldn't be it. Okay. Because it's just a line from it. Mm-hmm. People might not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go with the title audition. Next Please does. Next so Please does. She always gets a part. I'm still going to say. Love will be the death of him gives you like, it, it's lame, but it kind of explains the movie. Yeah, but it gives it away almost. Okay, well, what are you going to pick? Two. She always gets a part? Yeah. Alright, Nicole, love will be the death of him. I agree, is very bad. And I came up with it, and I apologize. <laughs> I wrote it, and I was just like, oh, fuck me. But you know, you know if they remake this movie, that'll be the tagline. <laughs> Next, please, is a great tagline. Wouldn't you agree? That you came up I with. I came up with it, though, yes. We Love Only Me Forever is also made up by me, which means you win again. She always gets a part is the real tagline, according to IMDb. You've won two weeks in a row. Woohoo! What are the chances? Not very good, because apparently I'm not very good at using my skill and judgment. You're a lot better at this game than you were at the last game. What was the last game? The true story game that we played for fucking 30 episodes Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. This one, I don't like this game as much. This isn't as good a game. You don't like it because you don't win as much. Yeah, that's true. I also just, I don't know. Maybe people could tell us if they like the game. If you like the game, tell me. On Twitter. Or emails. And you can find all those in the show notes on the website at geeksdeputy.com, which you're already there because you're listening to this. So nothing left to do apart from uh, announce next week's film. Nicole, what are we watching? So it's my pick. And we're going to watch a movie that I've been wanting to watch since we went to the Calgary Underground Film Festival in 2011. 2010, I think, was when we went. No, it's from 2011. The movie came out in 2010, and it wasn't released, in, but it was released in the United States in 2011. But the festival circuit is not the same oh, as regular okay. release. It was 2010. But on the Calgary Film Fest, Underground Film Fest website, it's from the 2011 archive. Oh, then I'm wrong. So I already know more than you. Okay. <laughs> Oh, really? Who made the movie? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyway, it's, we saw a trailer for it when we went and saw Tucker and Dale, when we went to the 2011 Calgary Underground Film Festival. The movie's called Atrocious, and it's a Spanish sort of found footage horror movie. We haven't watched a found footage one in a long time since quarantine and, and record. That long ago, was it? That was a, like our last verses. Yeah, it was before September. La- so that was a while ago. Okay. Yeah, so I want. I've been wanting to watch it since it's then. It's written and directed by Fernando Barreda Luna, and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it should be fun. The, I, you have talked about seeing this movie for ages. Like you always bring up the fact that you saw this trailer for a movie. I have no memory whatsoever of this trailer. I have. I, Do you I know why? You, I believe you that we saw a trailer for it, but I have no memory of it. Do you that. know why the trailer stuck with me? Is first a dog of, in it? Yeah. Well, Fuck. there's. Found footage. I love found footage horror movies, like all the paranormal movies. And there is an American bulldog in this movie. What and if it dies? I'm pretty sure it does, based on the trailer. Yeah. So I'm going to be really sad. But the dog's so cute. And we, we, we have an American bulldog. Uh, yeah, I know. Hopefully it won't die. Well, I, uh, I look forward to watching it. We'll watch it and we'll, you know, all things go well. We should be back on Tuesday for another episode. The bulldog's looking at me. Yes. He's so cute. You're a loser. <laughs> all right, well, until next week, that's all we have time for. I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary. Kissy, kissy. I'm going to make a horror movie of just dogs dying. Oh. <gasps>
It'll be called the dog. Killer. No one will watch How it. Everyone will hate could you. This woman ever decide to wed this man? 